The following program is brought to you by Gallant Media Enterprises. Welcome. It's a wonderful afternoon, and you are listening to Abundance, Abundance Now, Now with Maria M. Lopez. Maria is a certified public accountant, financial advisor, and public speaker. She specializes in advising her clients in their personal business and finances so that they can achieve the financial lifestyle of their dreams. Her mission is to empower others by providing them with the financial tools and education necessary for them to create their own finances. Here is your host, Maria M. Lopez. Welcome to Abundance Now with Maria M. Lopez. I am your hostess, Maria Lopez. I am a CPA and financial planner, and I am the founder of Gallant, which is a tax and accounting professional services firm located right here in Miami, Florida, where we work with business owners and entrepreneurs in South Florida and in the 50 states. We provide our clients with peace of mind and the financial tools so they can focus on the things that matter to them the most, such as increasing sales, growing their client list, and growing their business, and spending more quality time on their business and also with their families. You can visit my website at marialopez.com or you can contact me at 305-697-9730. Our offices are located right here in Blue Lagoon on 57th Avenue right across from the Miami International Airport. Again, that telephone number is 305-697-9730. And here's Wanda Miles from 880 AM The Biz. Welcome, Wanda. Hello. How are you? It's it's National Chop Suey Day. I'm looking forward to dinner. What is it again? Tell me. National Chop Suey Day. Congratulations, everyone. Congratulations. Beautiful. I look for that, too. I look dinner. for a place for dinner tonight. <laughs> Thank you, Wanda. Wanda, today we have Jackie Reeves, Reeves with us today. Jackie is a managing director of Bellroll Capital LLC, which is a financial services firm located in Boca Raton right here in South Florida. She leads the firm's research and portfolio strategy group. At Bellroll, their 401k advisory services include the role of financial advisor on the company's plans, which provides investment selection, monitoring, and employee education as well. Here's my guest speaker for today, Jackie Reeves. Welcome, Jackie. Thank you so much for having me. Awesome, Jackie. Did you hear what National Day is today? I did. I did. I think I might have to change my dinner plans, too. <laughs> yes, 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 yes. I love that. I know. It is a pleasure I to have... need a good place for that, too. Well, Google it, then. We'll Google <laughs> yes. it for you. Boca Raton and another one for us here in Miami, Florida. It is a pleasure that you're here with us today, Jackie. Jackie, that, Jackie, as you probably saw, because this is your market, this is the financial services industry, is the, the, your industry, the stock market is rising. And it is actually at an all-time high level that it has never been before in history. Before we begin to dive into this topic and what that means for investors in the United States or anyone actually investing in the US States, in United States market, stock market, can you tell us a little bit more about your professional background? Sure, sure. Um, so I have been um, in the business for more than 20 years. Out of uh, college, I joined some of the big brokerage houses um, in New York City. I also served as director of research and have held licenses that include a Series 7, 63, 24, 86, 87. <laughs> um, yeah, the list goes on and on. Right. Presently, I'm with Bellrock Capital, and that's a registered investment advisor rather than uh, FINRA. Um, so I now hold the 65, the 66, as well as a 215. Mm -hmm. And then another qualification or just experience to share with you during the um, debacle, I'll call it, in the financial services market and kind of the global scare, 
Um, we became financial agents also for the U.S. Treasury Department and were one of only nine asset managers that helped them for a good five-year period. Um, and that was invaluable experience. Wonderful. That's beautiful, Jackie. Thank you for that. Jackie, what is you told us a little bit about Bellroad Capital. So it is a registered investment advisory firm. And uh, But what exactly does it do as it's part of its mission and when was it founded? Sure. So Bellrock Capital was founded, uh, I believe it was 2007. Okay. And um, it was found, it's a women-owned registered investment advisory firm. Mm -hmm. And the founder and CEO, Cassandra Torian, initially incubated it in a bigger company in Philadelphia. And over time, she left that firm but had amassed an RIA within that structure and then was able to take that kind of offline beginning in 2007 and has grown it ever since. So our headquarters is actually Delaware, but I'm um, blessed, frankly, <laughs> to mm -hmm. be able to call South Florida my home. Your home, okay. And do you have offices in other states as well? We do. We have offices in Pennsylvania, New Jersey, as well as California, and we have clients across the entire U.S., okay. as well as international. So then basically any one of our listeners who are in those states can pretty much can, uh, come see you, visit one of your offices, and do business with you. Is that correct? That is 100% correct. Awesome. Awesome. Thank you, Jackie. Now, the Dow Jones is at 26,000, a little bit above 26,000. That's how it closed today. What does that mean, Jackie, overall? Um, mm -hmm. how's the economy? How is people's level of confidence? What is happening? Are we having a strong economy nowadays? Can we say that? Sure. sure. So let me just give you some tools. I, I have an analyst background, as I described. Mm -hmm. And um, so I like to have a column of, of, I'll call them pluses, the positives or, or tailwinds. And then I have a negative column or headwinds. And on the, the tailwinds column, I would put such thing as a global growth is very strong. Mm -hmm. um, some market economists that I listen to and read um, will tell you like something crazy, like more than 90% of the global economies are in strong positions and rising. Uh, corporate earnings are very strong, particularly in the U.S., but also in um, many other countries. Clearly, earlier this year, we had the Tax Cuts and Jobs Act. That has helped, which we can talk more about kind of how that plays out. Cash balances on the corporate balance sheets are very strong. And the debt to liquid assets is the lowest since 1965. Mm-hmm. GDP, as we saw revised, um, I think it was just today, up you know 4.2 percent, and it's that's the best it's been in four years. Unemployment, obviously low, although we can say, you know, kind of the shadow economy still has some issues because people need to be retrained to certain jobs that are really in high demand. Strong retail sales and uh, consumer confidence is looking pretty good. Then on kind of the negative side of the headwind side, we'll look at. The bull market is in its 10th year, 10th year. just um, over the last week. We kind of marked a specific anniversary. So that has a psychological impact, um, but it clearly can um, make a difference. Uh, the trade <laughs> uh, conversations, mm -hmm. we'll call them, right. has also an ability to create a headwind and then ricochet and create a tailwind pr pretty quickly. Mm -hmm. Monetary policy is tightening, so that's usually a headwind and a negative because it'll restrict right. growth. Right, more so regulations. Those are some of the, yeah, some of the, the high points. Actually, on the regulatory front, 
um, what you just mentioned, net net um, regulations over the last few years have actually declined. So that's um, one other I'll call it in the plus column for say the corporate earnings mm-hmm. growth and strength. There's less regulation coming, mm-hmm. and um, I'll look at some of the financials, the Dodd Frank and everything. Right. There's definitely been. Um, some repeal and less legislation coming, which has helped because then those companies, particularly the banks and some of the financials, can focus more on the consumer mm-hmm. and their businesses rather than hiring, I'll just call it you know, tongue-in-cheek additional attorneys, um, and way more on the cost of the franchise and, and get some of that money back out onto Main Street. So that's interesting. Thank you, Jackie, for that. So overall, the global growth is strong, and I believe that's also because there's probably more cash flow in circulation overall yeah. globally. Um, interesting, just as a side note, I'm glad you touched on this, on the Dodd-Frank regulations in the banking industry. Um, I understand nowadays that it used to be the case, maybe 20 years ago or so, that you didn't have to have a bank account at a bank at a financial institution in order to cash a check that was drawn on that bank. But nowadays, banks are even asking you to have an account in order to cash a check that someone gave you from that bank. Have you noticed that or have you uh, run yeah. into that situation? Yeah, so um, clearly I remain a, a student of the financial services sector. And because right. of rules and regs that came out, know your client um, and trying to prevent, frankly, fraud as well as uh, serious in- the terrorism side, mm-hmm. they want to make sure every single client, um, whether it's cashing a check, um, a- anything that's coming into their bank, they need to have specific um, identification Correct. as well as knowing where that money came from that they can track it and make sure it's um, all legitimate and that we don't have to be concerned about certain things. Thinking ahead, I wonder what that's doing to the banking industry because nowadays companies like PayPal will probably be more, I would think that more people, I will want someone, my bank, my providers, my clients to pay me through PayPal now because it's faster and quickest. What do you think about that versus a check? Sure, sure. So um, the electronic form, whether it's right. PayPal or whether it's even just an ACH or other things, behind, I'll just say behind the scenes, there is um, financial institutions helping with that process. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure, I know some of the, I have accounts at various banks, frankly, to try out their services, but you can even see on certain banks, they'll um, request or suggest that you use some items so that you can easily, you know, pay for dinner. If your friend pays something, you can easily swap them and give them 20 bucks or 50 bucks, whatever you need to do with ease. So that's, um, coming mm-hmm. and it's also being facilitated by the financial industry, the financial rather, than, industry. rather than a specific competition right. that's encouraged versus I'm not sure if we want to get into the Bitcoin side of things. <laughs> that's a whole other. A whole we'll other we'll bring you back for another conversation of Bitcoin, <laughs> right. Jackie. <laughs> but Jackie, uh, thank you for that, Jackie. I love that conversation. Um, going back to Bellroll Capital, um, you are an advisor to companies that have a 401k plan. Is that correct? That is correct. And what kind of services do you provide to those organizations? And I also understand you and your firm provide employee education. Tell us a little bit about that. Absolutely. Um, So 
We provide consulting services. So to companies that have 401ks, 403bs, also municipalities and um, services that might have 457 plans. Mm -hmm. And what we do is work side by side with the management teams of those companies, the HR departments, whoever kind of holds that ball and guides them through negotiating better deals, making sure the plan they have in place is good for them, is good for their employees, and is also um, um, in front of the legislation that's coming mm-hmm. through this industry. So there's, there's, you know, we sadly we live in a very litigious society, sure. and there are a lot of lawsuits as it relates to these various qualified plans. And we want to make sure they're as bulletproof as possible. Nothing's completely <laughs> without, right. um, you know, somebody can do anything. Um, but we make sure, from a fiduciary perspective, that the companies and their employees, the plan participants are protected and that they also have the best investments that they can. And the other thing I'd like to point out is that we work from the consulting side with your existing infrastructure. Mm -hmm. So we're not necessarily, unless there's something wrong that you really want to change, asking or requesting or suggesting that major changes are made if that doesn't have to happen. We like to come in, do a complete review, walk through everything, like I said, try and negotiate better deals, because sometimes these plans are in place for a good 10, 15 years. They've grown substantially, and you now have leverage that you can go back and request better funds, different funds, as well as a lower rate. And so we can help guide people through that. Beautiful, beautiful. And then to the, to that, you also add some uh, part of it is also employee education that you provide to the, obviously, to the employees of those companies. Wholeheartedly, right? right. Because um, a number of employees, um, you know, this is, this is not their expertise. Right. So through online tools as well as one-on-one time and, you know, in small groups, mm-hmm. we will provide education about the market, about what how to even identify what's good for you. Because even though, you know, as an example, you might be 25, you know, newly started, doing great in your job, and you want to work with the 401k or do a little bit more, but you're not really sure if you're invested in the right products. However, you know, you just went through this horrible, horrible recession. You might be a little gun-shy. You know, mm-hmm. And that's okay, because what you pick now is just to get you started. You're not typically de- based on plan design. You're not wedded to that for the mm-hmm. whole year. You're not wedded to that for the rest of your life. And we can revisit that. And the education is ongoing. It's not a one and done. So we're, we make sure we're there for the employees and the plan participants that. all mm-hmm. year. I love that. So there's clearly a connection there between the mindset that the employer or the individual has to have and their finances or investing long-term. That's beautiful, the yeah. strategy. And Jackie, in your own words, what is the key or mo- the motivation for someone to invest in their 401k plan that you have seen? For example, are those with families and children more often investing for retirement? Or is it that those who are in their 40s as opposed to those in their 20s are investing more for retirement? What is normally, what is generally the trend out there? Sure, um, so the trend has, has actually shifted. So I um, began doing 401k and I'll just call it retirement plan work Mm -hmm. a good 12 years ago. 
And obviously, the economy had a lot to do maybe with the trends that were going on. But you definitely saw, I'll just say, 40 plus years um, stepping up the plate and doing more in terms of the plan statistics. Um, they would invest traditionally 8 to 10% or more uh, deferring their salary, while um, the millennials in their 20s at that point um, were not willing to even kind of participate much. Mm, interesting. Yeah. And um, however, over the last, I'll call it four years, I have seen a dramatic shift. And those 20-somethings, um, early 30-somethings, they are investing as soon as they are eligible in the company plans. Right. Okay. And they are calling us with questions. They're coming to meet with us. And um, they're very diligent about putting it away. And some of the conversations that I can share with you have to do with they um, – had been through some pretty tough times or they saw their parents going through some pretty tough mm, times. Experience. And they want to start early. Right, right. They know the history behind the situation that happened to their parents or even before that through their, to their grandparents yeah. through moments of hardship and everything else. Okay. Um, Jackie, we're going to go now on a short commercial break and we'll be right back to continue our conversation with Jackie Reeves, Managing Director at Bell Rock Capital. Maria M. Lopez is a Florida-certified public accountant, public speaker in the areas of personal financial planning, and holds a Florida insurance license. Maria is transforming the way South Florida thinks about their finances through her radio show, Abundance Now. Maria Lopez coaches on the areas of personal development and simplifies the complex U.S. financial system, providing the financial education, tools, and techniques for others to create the financial lifestyle of their dreams. Maria's passion is to create a wave of personal financial planning education that lends to a legacy of financial abundance to your children and grandchildren. Contact Maria at 305-697-9730, 305-697-9730 to explore opportunities and invite her to speaking engagements for your organization. Visit Maria's website at buymarialopez.com. We are back on Abundance Now with Maria M. Lopez. Today, we have the pleasure of having with us Jackie Reeves, Managing Director at Bell Rock Capital. Jackie, before the commercial break, we started having a conversation about trends in retirements. Basically, what are the statistics or what have you seen? Who's investing long into retirement? And then now I want to start to get a little bit into a conversation of investing in retirement sounds like it's scary for some people. But I believe financial education is the key to everything. So let me ask you this a little bit about so you can we can explore this conversation. How does financial education assist and provide for the opportunity for you, for myself, for everyone, for all of us to invest in our retirement years? Sure. It's, uh, education is the key. I'm a big proponent of knowing more about how to do it and how to feel comfortable to do it. Mm-hmm. So um, the company plans provide a very easy tool to do that, but some companies don't have that available. So um, the whether it's reading books, you know, talking to you, Maria, listening to the show, right. um, the 
knowing that, you know, certain phrases, compounding, you know, Mm -hmm. just invest a little bit, you know, today it might be $5, you know, next month it might be 10 and then it might go down to five. Some people think that small amounts, a dollar, even, you know, won't add up. Or that it's not worth it, right? Because I'm right. And it does. It does. It does. So, um, you know, the education behind that. So, so say, for example, now they do have a, an amount of money, whether it's in a savings account, hopefully that they've socked away, and now it's, I don't know, say, $5,000, mm-hmm. $10,000. Sometimes, so now, now it's like, okay, what do I do if it wasn't being invested all along? So, you know, some pretty um, simple initial steps from an education perspective is, is right. don't be fearful of the market. The market clearly is volatile. Um, goes up and down, but over time and statistically over the last 70 plus years, the compound annual growth of the S&P is between 7 and 8 percent. Right. Now, cocktail chatter, everybody talks about the real big winners, you know, they're up 50 or more. <laughs> but reality, and if you want to kind of just get started, is to just, you know, I see those as, as some hurdles is what I'm trying to say, mm-hmm. where, okay, now I have the money or what do I do with it? You know, you don't want it to simply sit in a savings account because that earns minimal, minimal amount. It's certainly safe, right. protected. Um, right. But we do want to take and encourage people to take some risk with those assets that they're saving, whether it's mm-hmm. for retirement or, frankly, whether it's for a shorter term goal, like a midterm term. goal. Right, right. And I also like to add, Jackie, that just the fact, the mere fact that we are doing an activity, an action on a consistent basis, it will create the habit of saving yeah. or the habit of investing. Let me ask you this, Jackie. If I'm saving in this work, if I'm trying to put away some money, let me not say save, for a financial or a life goal that will take place in five years, what will we generally provide as a recommendation to this person or this individual or family? Should they save for this goal or should they invest their money instead? What will be, uh, you know, five years or possibly, let me ask you this, Jackie, this is probably more risky. It depends on the experience of the entrepreneur or the business owner. Or are there other ways to make that money? For example, have creating a business, having a business. Sure, sure. Um, so if the goal is to have to, to execute something in five years, mm-hmm. um, you know, suggest parameters around that. Does you know, does that mean you need a hundred thousand? Does that mean you need twenty thousand? Sure, right. I mean, you can kind of back into what that might mean on a monthly nut. All of a sudden, if you do the little scary, you know, still take some baby steps because maybe that five-year goal is seven, but hey, we're close enough. And hey, maybe if you have a good year or you get some bonuses here and there, maybe that five-year goal becomes four years or three Mm -hmm. years. And because that is, we'll call it more of a medium term, you know, kind of time horizon. And then I'll also give the little caveat, of course, if it's if it's for college, you know, if you're, you know, you're sending somebody away, then you kind of need to have, there are specific instruments there that can kind of leverage that in because then it starts in five years, but you only need a bucket of money, you know, once a year for four years or so. Right. Um, so there are certain tools for that. But generally speaking, if it's to start a new business or you maybe you want to buy a vacation home or you want to do something completely different, um, 
then I would suggest to kind of back into that math and pay and use more of like a growth and income type of Mm -hmm. balanced approach for that, because it'll give you some of that risk um, Mm -hmm. as well as diversification Mm -hmm. and um, a bit more exposure than being too conservative. But it does really um, hinge on what you need that money for and if you have flexibility, frankly, with that time period. And so then definitely, and Jackie, we probably have about two minutes left on the show today. Uh, definitely, I, will, I would encourage everyone who's interested in investing and saving and uh, creating more wealth or financial independence or even creating more prosperity because I think prosperity is something that we all want. Every single individual wants to have a better financial life tomorrow. So I believe that we should consult with professionals, advisors, correct, Jackie? We should do our own homework as well, and we should investigate into our own research. Jackie, because we only have a few minutes, uh, probably I'm not uh, 1.30 minutes left. What last message would you like to leave our listeners with today? I would like to leave the listeners with um, follow your hopes, follow your dreams. Mm-hmm. Start saving a little bit because if you have the passion for what you want to accomplish, whether it's two years or five or 10, you have that passion, you're going to make it happen. And that's the key. Beautiful. Jackie, where can people contact you? Uh, People contact me at Jackie or at 561-289-5308. Beautiful, Jackie. Thank you so much, Jackie. Jackie, can you you. tell us that again, the number? Sure, 561-289-5308. Thank you, and thank you, everyone, and have a wonderful evening, everybody. Good night. The Biz, South Florida's exclusive home for Bloomberg Radio. For up-to-date news, the latest info, contests, and more, like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter at 880thebiz. Where money talks. If you're